Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Countryfied UK podcast, brought to you all the way from the United Kingdom, bringing you your weekly fix of everything country. And now your hosts, Alex and Blaine. Hey guys, I'm Alex and I'm with my boy Blaine. Hey guys. Welcome to episode number 14. We've uh, managed to get past the spooky episode of 13 and we're still yeah. here. Touch so, wood, nothing yeah. happened. Yep. Yeah. Um, that was me touching wood if you heard that in the background. Um, so today we've got quite a good uh, quite a good episode, I think. I'm, I say it every week and I'm trying to change how I say it. Yeah, because you, you almost I love every seem, episode. Yeah, but you almost seem like surprised that it's a good episode. <laughs> it was actually all right, wasn't it? <laughs> Anything we put our figure to, we'll make it good. Yeah, well, we got an interview, uh, interview, interview with Lane Smith. Um, and now he is definitely an upcoming uh, like star in like well, he lives in uh, like uh, te- Texas, wasn't yeah. it? And uh, but he's like he's got music coming out. Like like he's going to be huge in Nashville area. Yeah, so like from the San Antonio area, um, Lane came on our radar a few months back. Heard a few of his songs when he like, and then he finally released like an EP. So we got like listening to that, and me and Alex were like, "Yeah, love this guy. Need to get Lane on the thing." And to make his story even better and show his credentials, how he is country and a cowboy. He used to be a bullfighter, but I you'll mean, hear all that in the end. Yeah, I was gonna say, like when he was telling us all the stories, and then he said at one point, he goes, "I don't know how uh, like gory I can go on your podcast," and we we're just like. No, tell us everything. Tell us. I mean, there was one part where I didn't want to sound stupid when we did the uh, interview, but like beforehand, because in the UK, obviously, we don't have bullfighting across here. No. And when I think of bullfighting, I think of like a matador. Oh, what, the red flag. Like red flag, red suit, like Spanish man, like hundele, hundele. Um, God. And that's, a, that's what I thought was a bullfighter. And then like when he was explaining like actually what it was, I was like, ah, learn something new every day. Yeah, well done. Um, and uh, later on, well, right at the end of the show, we have uh, a song from Fine Lines. Um, we uh, we managed to get uh, get the song The Island from them, and they've got a music video out for it as well. Great song, and it's going to be a great listen to at the end. But uh, we, we uh, had the opportunity to actually meet up with uh, David in Blackpool when we interviewed him, so he's been on the podcast, and... We just got to meet him on Halloween as well. Yeah, uh, so for people, yeah, so for people that hadn't heard the episode, I think it's episode number ten, which is the British Country Music Festival, which me and Alex attended. Um, we've met David down there. Uh, Fine Lines is a seven-piece band. However, it can play two-piece, three-piece, four-piece, and so on. Um, but like when we had seen them, I think they were playing like full band and David, the lead singer, came for his interview with his manager and we found out we're both from the same hometown, this small little market town of Morbeth. And then he, he, te- he messaged us the other day and was like, oh, we're, we're coming back. So do you want to meet up for a pint? And yeah. uh, we're like, yeah. And yeah, he was just like, he shared some stories about the island as well, about when they were, yeah, making, the, funny. <laughs> when they were making the music videos and quicksand and water and boats involved and everything like that so. i mean if we if we were there like because it sounded like no one went to help him when he was like sinking in quicksand um but if we were there we still wouldn't have helped we would have been with the crew laughing oh, i'd have been on the deck yeah i'd have been like rolling about you knowing your luck you would have rolled into quicksand <laughs> yeah <laughs> just a talking head like, help me <laughs> 
but uh no so especially after he give us that insight of like the filament um we 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 had seen the video beforehand but now every time we watch it we just think quicksand so definitely go and check out the island video. When he goes to the show, we know he's going to sink. Um, but no, it's awesome. Uh, David's an absolute great guy. And um, yeah, so listen to the video. Uh, listen to the video. Listen to the music at the end. Um, but we've got some great things coming up still. So close. So close. Friday. Or actually, no. Let, let's take a step back. Thursday, we're going to be uh, recording our uh, episode number 15, I believe. So, yeah, this Thursday, um, well, yeah, so when, yeah, yeah, so Wednesday night uh, is the Country Music Awards in Nashville. It is. Um, so I think last year it didn't go ahead or like, obviously there was no crowd and everything like that. So it's going to go bigger and better this year. So me and Alex were like, you know what, we're going to dedicate a whole episode to that award uh, award ceremony like about who won what awards the nominees to how people were dressed to like their live performances everything like that so that episode will be dropping on thursday we'll record that thursday um after we've watched the award show are we doing the whole uh what's he wearing what's he wearing and you're going to tell us what what he's actually wearing um maybe for one or two there might be a couple of interesting dress characters i.e jimmy allen because Jimmy Allen likes a likes a jazzy outfit, should we say? Yeah, well, no one's going to beat Matt Spracklin and uh, like jazzy outfits. I, I know, know he's I think, UK. I think but... Jimmy Jimmy Allen could be up there. Um, even like yeah. someone like Billy Ray Cyrus, he he dresses uh, interestingly. So, but yeah, so we'll be doing like a whole episode of, of all that, and hopefully we might have a special guest coming on to introduce a song as well. Uh, that's in the works for that. Um, but yeah, what an episode. And then, so that's that'll be dropped on Thursday. On Friday, Alex, where are we heading? We are heading to London, baby. London town. London town, uh, where we're going to be at the British Country Music Awards. So yeah, two music award, uh, country music awards in uh, two days. Uh, so, yeah, well, not, fair enough, not, it's on Saturday. Not only does Nashville have theirs, we have our own. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> um, so really looking forward to that. We're going, uh, we're going down on the Friday, um, catching the choo-choo train, and uh, it's it's going to be absolutely amazing. We're we're so excited. We've been so excited for ages now, and it's less than a week away. We're going to be, oh, we're going to be in London. We're going to like catch up with so many people, uh, like people like Jack and Tim. Um, hopefully, we'll get to catch up with Haley. Because uh, uh, she's going to be there. Uh, we're going to uh, be catching Charlotte up with Young. Charlotte Young. It's going to be awesome. Uh, hopefully, we'll meet up with Matt Spracklin as well. Yeah, from uh, a couple of the presidents the from the BCMAs. Um, basically, this all came about when we did the festival down in Blackpool. Uh, met contacts down there. A few weeks later, we found out we got given the green light that we would be able to do the festival. Um, well, the awards, uh, should I say? And yeah, it's been like. After we did the Blackpool thing, we've realised that it's all like in Britain, it's all like one big family. Like you'll see the same faces at the festivals, at the award shows, even not just performers, but like the the people attending the concerts and yeah. whatnot. So hopefully this time, Blackpool was the fir- like should we say it was the first time we've ever been to like a sort of British uh, British country music event. But this time we're going down. It's going to be fun because now it's we be we fun. know people. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. People yeah. recognise us and we recognise people now, so it's it's good. And uh, hopefully we'll 
get so much content for you guys down there. So make sure next weekend to head over to our Instagram. We'll put videos up on our YouTube. Our Instagram's going to be blowing up. Yeah. This uh, this coming weekend, um, well, not this coming weekend because it's Saturday. Uh, next weekend, uh, like starting from the 12th of November all the way to the end of probably the 15th of November, your birthday. Um, and uh, we're, we're just going to be absolutely bombing Instagram with photos, comments, live uh, videos and stuff like that. So you've got to be on our Instagram. Follow what's happening because you do not want to miss it. We'll be the first point of call as well. So we'll be at the awards. So as soon as it goes up on our Instagram, you'll be like, oh, yes, he's won that award or she's won that award. And you'll hear it first from Countryfied UK. Boom. And then by Saturday, by Sunday morning, you'll be like, Christ, are they still posting? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of them now. Block. <laughs> uh, Matt Spracken won't even be able to tell country rate like uh, absolute country like who's won before we have you'll be those absolute suds <laughs> that's my impression of Matt Spracken by the way yes, uh, it was pre- pretty spot on I thought it was I mean he I sounds want, like he's from the East End <laughs> 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 like a right villain <laughs> those stupid Geordie people whoa <laughs> But no, so sorry Matt. sorry, Matt. I just want to say sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry to anyone from London about that. <laughs> but, so, sorry, Danny Dyer. <laughs> just in case. Oh, is it Coronation Street or EastEnders? I don't East care. EastEnders. I don't care. Um, so I tell you what, we're going to do because after this, we've got a few little uh, bits of news and stuff like that. So I think we should get into a bit of an interview with Mister Lane Smith. Yeah, he's someone who's definitely paving his own lane. Oh. Uh, you see, this is why, this is why. This is why you shouldn't be on it, yeah. Um, well, we hope you guys enjoy. So we're now joined by the upcoming star in Nashville, as we believe, Lane Smith. How you doing, What's- man? Oh, doing all right. How are you guys doing? Uh, we, we're great. Um, it's uh, it's nice and warm in the house, so I kind of complain. But looking at where you are, um, we're both very jealous. <laughs> Daily life around here. Don't get very cold here, so that's that's the good thing about being in Texas, I guess. Uh, I mean, like at the minute, we're at our golf course where we're all playing the winter greens, <laughs> and the golf course is pretty much flooded. <laughs> how how cold is it there right now? Uh, it's probably about seven degrees. Ew. But we sort of like uh degrees Celsius. I think you guys work in Fahrenheit in America, so oh, it's so. not quite that cold. Right, you're like in the. What would that be? Maybe forties. Forties? Is it that Maybe forties? Oh, I, I, I can't work that out. It's <laughs> that's it's too late for me working this out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's too cold for me, so I no way. I don't do that. I saw snow for the first time actually two years ago. So oh wow. I was out when it snowed in Texas and there was like a meltdown. Yep. Sure was. <laughs> and I didn't drive in it because I don't know how to drive in ice. And snow, never done it. That, that must have felt yeah. like Armageddon, like when that started happening. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I mean, my dogs have never seen it. I've never seen it. You know, it's it'll white out every now and then, like ice over. But by ten o'clock, it burns off. You know. Yeah. And uh, when we came out, and it was ankle ankle high. I was like, whoa! My dogs didn't want to even run in it. I didn't want to walk in. I didn't know. I never made a snowball, so that was pretty cool. And uh, that was, yeah, something interesting for sure. Oh, definitely. 
Well, I mean, to be fair, our snow is more like sleet, like just wet slush. It, oh, like, yeah. We don't get proper snow here. It's quite yeah. depressing. But, that's kind of uh, like, that's usually what we're used to is more of like a sleet, you know? Yeah. But I'm sure y'all's is a lot colder and nastier sleet than I, I complain about our sleet, but I don't know that it compares to y'all. <laughs> it's like getting hit in the face with an icicle. That's, it's it's funny because talking about like all this stuff, like I've got a friend from London and when she came up to visit us, she had never seen a cow before in real life or a rabbit. Really? Yeah. And it was just sort of like, oh, we see them all the time. They just run across the fields and she had never seen one in all her 21 years of living. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she eats them, but... That is absolutely crazy. Yeah, no, down here, I mean, I grew up rodeoing, so that's, I've been around cows my whole life. And it is funny because people like from California or something, areas where they're not real prominent, uh, certain parts of California, certain parts are very rural and there's a big rodeo community out there, but um, your your city, California, and uh, they, they'll come down and they're like, man, there's just cows on the side of the road, fenced in, but. And I'm like, yes, you know, like it, we're just used to it, but they're not, you know, so it's kind of a funny deal. But, uh, well, tell you what, Lane, I've got my first question for you. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself from where it all began from you for like where you were born, where you were raised and so on and so forth? So I was born in San Antonio, Texas. Um, not very far from where I live right now and, uh, 1997. So I'm 24. I was a 90s baby. That's what I hold dear to my heart because, you know, um, but yeah, I uh, grew up rodeoing and playing a bunch of sports. Parents were always really good at that. You know, they always kept us busy and dad always told us, you know, I don't care what you do, but through high school, you're going to have, to be associated with one sport at the school, didn't matter what it was. So uh, first year was football. And then I'm not a real big guy. I'm only 5'9", five, 5'10", five, about 160. So in high school, naturally, I was like 5'4", you know, 90 pounds. So I was like, football might not be for me. And uh, I stuck and kind of gravitated towards lacrosse. And I actually played lacrosse uh, all through high school. And uh, stuck to that pretty well and was actually pretty decent at it and could have gone to college for it. But rodeo was just so prominent in my in my life that I wanted to go to college and rodeo still and, you know, kind of keep up with all my buddies that I'd already made and grew up with. So it's kind of what I did. I just stuck with rodeo and then uh, kind of fell into music, I guess you could say. We uh what year? I bet it was senior year in high school and my brother, I have a twin brother and he played nice. golf and stuff. So that's actually why I'm out here because I got to beat him. I got to get better than him. So that's <laughs> why I'm out here. But, uh, yeah. And I, uh, I sang, I started picking up the guitar and stuff probably junior year, but I really, I tried singing to a song, um, with the guitar, uh, senior year. And I, I learned Randy Rogers kissed me in the dark. You know, he was huge back in 2015. He was the guy to listen to. And I went into my brother's room and I was like, Hey man, I think I'm uh, I don't, I don't think I'm good, but I think I'm all right. Like be honest with me. And I sang him that song 
And he was like, yeah, you're terrible. And I was, <laughs> so kind of from there on out, it was, it was more of a point, you know, to be like, okay, look, I might not be great, but I'm not terrible. So I just stuck with it and then just gravitated to it and then just couldn't get enough of it. And all through college was rodeoing, but then singing songs and then started writing songs and kind of had a little band going together out there in college. And, um, and then I kind of took a break after a while just because it was something that I, I met my fiance now, but uh, I kind of was like, well, dang, man, can't live without money. So that band stuff was, was running me dry and um, went out to the oil field for a little bit. I actually took like a two year break. And then here I am now. Uh, my, I have a manager now. He found me on Instagram and got to working with me about mm, eight months ago, nine months ago now. And, uh, well, he's just done more for me than I can, can even ask for. I mean, even would have thought about. And so kind of, that's what led me to where I am now. Uh, what did you say to your twin brother after, after all that saying, so, you know, can I sing now? And probably still I said knew, no. <laughs> I knew I had kind of started making it a little bit. Uh, he went to, I don't know how familiar with the U.S. y'all are, but like one of the colleges in Oklahoma is OSU and um, Oklahoma State University. Well, he went out there and he actually became president of a frat, which, you know, whatever. (laughs) But I wasn't, you know, a big frat boy, but, you know, it was it was good for him because he could he had a pool in a lot of things. Well, I kind of knew I started making it when he was up there and. he started showing his friends and then that's kind of what helped my following is I gave him a lot of credit, you know, the college towns, if you can kind of win them over, you'll have a, at least a successful Texas scene, um, showing. And, um, uh, I started gravitating to that and, and that's kind of how I knew I was making it in his book when he started telling people about me. So that was cool. I mean, that sounds like I would, that sounds like my dream to be a president of a fright. I went to America. I went to one frat party and it was in Santa Barbara University and it was unbelievable. Best night of my life. And I was just oh, sort of, uh, well, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, I was just going to say sort of Oklahoma state, like a massive university, like especially sports wise, great, like football team and that. So it must be unreal to sort of be at a fraternity there. Yeah, I was, I was really proud of him. You know, it, that's like a, a really high deal up there. And I didn't know much about frats either. Uh, I'm not a frat boy and he's not either. That's what's kind of cool about it. You know, I never expected him to do that, but it really opens your opportunities in life and jobs and stuff really, because those big D one schools are all revolved around frats and sororities. If you're not playing sports. Right. But where I went to college in Tarleton, it was all about rodeo. The frats and sororities weren't super big there. They're getting bigger now, but when I was there, they weren't super big. So it's, it depends where you go, but all those big D ones, yeah, it all revolves around that. And yeah, he had a lot of pool. I mean, he was nice about it, uh, but I walked up to a game one time and we were, I wanted to end the football game. And there was a kid there that was a freshman and I guess they call them uh, pledges. You know, they have to earn their yeah. way in. Oh, yeah. They can't haze anymore. So they didn't do that because that's not a very good thing, I guess, but uh, <laughs> 
So, but he really was just like, hey, man, so-and-so. And he said, hey, give me your ID. He said, what for? He said, well, my brother's going to get into the football game and I'm going to use your ID. Your ID. And, uh, but as a pledge, he has to do that. So he gave him his, he gave me his ID and I got him free to the football game. That was cool. So, I mean, cause one of my favorite like colleges, I've even got it tattooed on it is Texas A&M, um, <laughs> like college yeah. station, but it's only because of Johnny Manziel, like oh, yeah. Johnny football. So that's the yeah. only reason I love that. And I want to one day go down there, watch a game and go to a like a uh, oh, frat or sorority party. It's a dang cult over there. My little brother goes to AM. I got a little brother and he goes to AM. So, yeah, it's ridiculous down there. Yeah. It's unreal. Texas football is next level. I don't care who, what you say. It's, uh, it's just completely Friday night lights. Everything shuts uh, down in the small towns and everyone just gathers together and watches the football. It, it does. I'm, even my high school was, it's unreal. There's one road that really leads to the high school. And I mean, it is slam pack. I won't even get into that. It is, it's dumb. It's fun, but it's, it's just dumb. Like how many people come, it's just insane, but it's fun. And that's the point of it. So it's funny that you mentioned before as well, lacrosse, because that's a sport we do not have in the UK. It's starting to come across with like universities, but like the only thing of lacrosse I know is like American pie, you know, Steph oh. plays it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, they portray it real good in that movie too. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, lacrosse was something that just kind of really sprung up, I guess, got really hot in like 2013 in, in the high schools and stuff. And I just I took to that really well, that sport really well. And it's blown up now. It's huge in Texas. So going going back to like some of your questions, uh like bit about your earlier life you spent many years of your life bullfighting um what was it like to have that as a career and do you have any crazy stories about it that you can tell where <laughs> uh, i've got plenty of them yeah it was uh uh i guess starting off i i started when i was 13 or 14 um i'd always wanted wanted to be a bull rider really but i figured out pretty quick that wasn't as fun um <laughs> And so I was like, man, I'll stick to the ground to where I can control the situation. And as a career, it was awesome. I, I would still be doing it today if music wouldn't have, wouldn't have came along, honestly. It was, they're so similar because it's different towns every weekend, but just a different job you're doing. Um, it was, it was awesome. You know, I did a lot of cool things, met a lot of rodeo legends. Um, actually, Rob Smets, he's a world champion bullfighter. Y'all can look him up. Um, he's actually marrying my fiance, fiance and I in April, so that's gonna be, oh, wow. be cool. Yeah, it, it it was it was great. It was fun. I would never take any anything of it back. I mean, I loved every second of it. It was, oh man, it still to this day I miss it. But um, you see a lot of crazy things. That's for sure. I've seen some pretty nasty things and uh, injuries, and uh, it doesn't hurt very or it doesn't feel very good when when you do get run over but it's or thrown up or kicked or whatever i got kicked in the face i broke my nose so it's a little crooked i uh, broke two ribs separated three so i have a hole right kind of here in my rib cage oh. i've had some broken fingers and been knocked out i've got this scar right here that knocked me out 
a spur count guy got hung up and you see him like when they're still attached but they're both spinning and he's kind of strung out you know and the spur came around and hit me there and good night and i've been thrown in the air like i said run over plenty of times uh but you just you just got to get up i i don't know how like gory we can get here uh um, you go for it <laughs> one of the nasty things i'd seen was a guy got jerked down, which means he got out of time with the bull and his hand was still in there and it jerks him, you know, down to the head of the bull and it hit him right here. He hit his, he hit the horn or something. The top of their head's just as hard as their horns. It doesn't really matter where you hit right there. Um, And it split his jawbone in half. And it just, it, instead of like a clean cut, it just, how do you say it? Just blew it open right like his uh, skin was just hanging oh. and he came falling to me it didn't knock him out i don't know how um he came falling to me and i'm not trying to get blood on me so i'm like holding <laughs> him back yeah uh, he tried talking to me and his jaw bones was clapping together right here underneath so that was pretty disgusting uh but you know as 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 bad as it is it he got away lucky but you know it it could have hit him totally wrong and it could have killed him or something. It's, it's yeah. a serious thing, but you, you kind of just, you don't think that far into things, you know, cause you know, it can happen. Um, like when I got kicked in the face, if, if he'd have hit me more right here, you know, it could have snapped my neck. You never know. Um, it just hit me right. How it, it hit me clean like this. And it was more grazing than punching. So I have a scar on the inside of my lip and my nose is a little crooked, but it didn't knock me out. And I wish it would have, cause it didn't feel very good, oh, but yeah. you know, it, it, it's something you expect in the sport and you're not going to get sugar coated or patted on the back or comforted to, right. You're not going to, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. No, it's, you expect that in the sport. So it's like toughen yeah. up, you know, let's go you got a job to do obviously if you're not coherent they're not nobody's going to press you to do something it's your decision but it is always something that is to be expected so when it happens you hope that person or something is okay um but it's just one of those things that happens it's rodeo so i mean well on the plus side like you've seemed to walk away from the sport with like hard like well obviously you've got injuries but nothing like sort of life-changing um no. so what made you quit both like uh bullfighting and like pursue a musical career when i was in college i was doing a lot of things i had you know a side job building fence with the company i had, was fighting bulls i was also roping in the college rodeos for the for the college itself and, and then I was trying to sing on top of all of that. And it just kind of uh, ultimatum hit me one day, just like, you know, you can't afford one. You can't fight bulls and sing. So figure out which one you want better. Cause they're both weekend jobs and they're never going to be in the same town. Yeah. Um, so I had to just figure it out. I just kind of hurt one day, but I was just like, man, I, I think I'm kind of, kind of done fighting bulls fighting bulls is one of those things that 
if you're if if every part of your body's not in it, you can't do it anymore because you're gonna get yourself hurt or somebody else hurt. Your job's to protect the bull rider. And if you're not into it, invested into it a hundred percent, if you go out there kind of half-ass, you're gonna get hurt or you're gonna get that bull rider hurt. So it's kind of when you know, like, okay. So my heart wasn't a hundred percent in the game at that time. And so I just kind of naturally faded off into singing and and it was helpful that I had a all right following behind me kind of pushing me to where I wasn't leaving that sport to start fresh I was kind of leaving that sport kind of gradually on the incline you know into singing so that's kind of how I you know got out of that but yeah it's still still think about it all the time fiance doesn't approve of it but uh, that's all right. I'm not doing it anymore. That's awesome. it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's fair enough. Uh, but it, it, it's always uh, such a shame when you've got such a passion for something like bullfighting and singing, and you have to do that little crossroads where mm-hmm. you've got to pick one. Um, yeah, I you, mean, we're, we're thankful that you chose music because we've been listening yeah. to your music and uh, it, it is absolutely fantastic. And so. maybe one day you can go back and you can do both. You can kill like a bird with like, Two birds with one stone, sort of thing. Like you maybe can perform music at a halftime show at a bullfighting thing, yeah. Yeah. and there you go. I, I actually did that one time. We uh we had the Austin rodeo, and I was playing after the the, the show after the rodeo. So I got done fighting bulls and, and bull riding the last event. So I got done fighting bulls, and I had to go back and change. I left like a bull early. Uh, I was there was two other guys fighting with me, so they covered the last bull. I went in, changed real fast, all hot and sweaty, wiped the paint off my face and ran upstairs and uh, got on stage and we got everything rolling and then <laughs> sang there. So that, I only did that one time. And yeah, it'd be cool to do that. But man, that was a headache. That was a mess. I was going to say, that's like, that sounds stressful just hearing <laughs> it. Never mind having to do it. Oh, but, uh, that's awesome. Uh, that's really cool. Um, so going on to more of the music side of things, like, did you have uh, any kind of musical inspirations when growing up and have they changed over the last year or so? Growing up, my dad is old school. Uh, Ray Price, old school. And uh, I, I'm a, I was a huge Gary Stewart fan growing up. Like everything about old country just... I was like, yes. Uh, I started to get a little older and, and more into my bullfighting days. I, you needed music the more pumped you up. So I got really big into, you know, that. Who, well, who sings that song, Headstrong? You know, you know that song, Headstrong? Like, dun-na, 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 dun-na. I don't, I don't know who sings it, but I got into like more rock, oh. and uh, and then obviously the the bull riding scene is huge on you know, ACDC, ZZ Top, all those guys. And so I really got into that. And and I loved that side of just like the punchy music, like fat drums and and deep chords and all that stuff on the guitar. Um, And so that I I swayed more there. And then I started slowly, gradually, Texas music started getting a little bigger, you know, because like guys like Pat Green growing up to me were the George Straits right uh because when i was growing up texas music didn't hadn't taken off truthfully like it has now yeah and so once i dabbled off into the texas scene um that's kind of 
where a lot of inspiration came from and a bunch of guys started putting out music, you know, like Cole Edsel started putting some stuff out. Everybody gravitated to then Parker McCollum, then uh, Cody West was like a big one kind of when we were in college, they were influences on what I did. Uh, I didn't want that bad boy image, but I wanted songs that could compare. And then once I got, a little more experienced. I was like, ah, you got to be more yourself, sing what you want. So the influences more started coming from more Nashville artists. And, um, Luke Combs started getting really big. Matt still had a really great song. I prayed for you. Um, more of that vibe, Morgan Wallen, you know, awesome hits. I think a lot of people can relate to him. And so those were kind of my inspirations. And, um, I have a really like addictive personality and I've always been like this. And so I I was asked one time, like, do you idol anybody? And I'm, I always tell people like I'm inspired by people because if I were to idol somebody, then I would try to be like them head to toe. I would sing like them, write like them, talk like them. So I, I was never like, able to allow myself to idle anybody but the inspiration is from so many people and so many genres of music and people always ask that question inspired by oh lane i think we've just Uh, lost you oh there you are just lost you very briefly there (laughs) Oh, do y'all, where did, where did I cut out at? Um, literally you only, it was the last 10 seconds. You were... So, okay. Do y'all know, like, do y'all know the artist Zoe's? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that genre of music, I don't even know what you call that, but I'm extremely inspired by that kind of music. Like Zion, right? Dust Till Dawn, that song. Oh. Uh, we can start. Gosh, fiance's calling me. Sorry, can you see me now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but like Zion, Dust Till Dawn, those songs, like the powerful songs and Zoe's Lose Control, like those songs, I take so much inspiration off those songs. That's how I write my music. And I twist it into a country way. Like the melodies in those songs and how everything's put together. That's where my inspiration comes from in like true music fashion like and and you wouldn't think that but i mean that yeah it's that's where my true inspiration comes from is that genre right yeah that's cool so just uh just last month uh your ep finally got released uh volume one um how did it feel that actually having your ep finally come out it feels great there was so much time and money and hours put into that project uh, it's it gets to the point where you're just over it you're like just let's put it out let's put it out let's put it out but there's steps and there's right ways to doing things and I give that credit again to my manager because he's the one that sets me down and makes me like hey listen this is how we have to do this you know we have to do this we have to do that and so it felt so good to finally put it out in music that was truthfully 
exactly how I wanted it. You know, I didn't have any qualms with anything that was going on. I mean, everything about every song was how I wanted it. And I was like, man, I just, I can't believe it's out now, you know, and it's doing great. So I felt like I could ask for it. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so one of the songs on your EP is Pumped Up Kicks, which you covered by Foster, uh, Foster the People. And that's like one of mine and Alex's favorite songs. Um, what made you like pick that track to cover? Well, I've always played that song acoustic uh, before I had music out, before anything. And uh, everybody just really enjoyed the way I played it. Like I never really had a bad comment about it. And um, I was like, dude, since I've taken a break and we're, we're putting music out now, let's just cover it and let's put our kind of own twist on it. Let's cover it and let's put it out. You can't go wrong. It's either going to do good or it's not. And I was like, you know, we'll have five originals on there. And then that one, maybe to grab attention, like what this guy cut pumped up kicks. That's crazy. Um, it can probably be con- controversial, you know, maybe. Uh, but I I enjoy the song. And <laughs> That's a yeah. great song. It is. It's, it like, is such a good song. In man. my opinion, it's like one of them songs. It's like you hear it and you want to get up and like start like moving or like just singing along. You can easily sing along. Right. But, then, but then sort of, I, honestly, like your version, I actually think I like that better than the original. Oh, that's awesome. Because it's just it's so like different, and that's yes. what I like about it. Um, and it's amazing. So anyone that hasn't heard that, definitely go and check that out on Spotify. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Um, but so you got volume two coming out in spring twenty twenty two. Is that right? We do. Oh, happy day. So what will we be expecting from that? Like, what kind of sounds are you working on for that album? There's going to be a lot of. A lot of from the first from volume one, it's going to be relatable to volume one, but we're definitely going to have there's going to be more Nashville feels to them uh, and more true like Rocky feels. Uh, it'll kind of be split is is how I want that that record to be. And it's one of those things that I have to keep it relatable to where I can tie it in as a full record, right? 12 songs, but still so different that it's like always fresh and new, you know, I'm super pumped about it. We cut them in Nashville and those guys up there are so talented. It's, it blows my mind. Those guys are unreal, unreal. Yeah. Like with Nashville as well, because there's so much talent and competition out there, I feel like just, that's why it's so good like to go and write music out there because you're working with the best of the best. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, the we we cut Guy in a Bar and Bad News first because actually Guy in a Bar was supposed to be the second single. Long Shot actually wasn't. We made that decision like three weeks prior to the, the second single release. So Guy in a Bar was actually going to be the next single. And once we cut long shot, obviously I was like, nah, we gotta put that one out. That's that's the single that I think would create some motion. And uh, but when we go up there, 
the first time I, we, we recut it Saxman Studios in Nashville. Grady Saxman uh, is the producer and he owns the studio. And uh, he's got an awesome track record himself. Played on one number away for Luke Combs, uh, drums on it. And then a guitar player he brings in, Saw. That, he's got a track record for days. I mean, he played on everything from every new almost every new Nashville hit to and, and beyond. Like he's amazing. But they're so good that they came in, charted it out. I sang some rough vocals and then bam. Like that was it. They were done. And I was like, wow. Then it was time for my vocal cuts. And you you have a mindset when you go in there, you know, I want to fix this. I want to fix that. I want to I want to do this. You know, am I going to have to do that? No. When, when they're done with the song, I don't think I had to critique anything. Like they nailed it on the head first time around. It just blew my mind. And so when it's that level of guys, it's, there's almost nothing to critique. And to me, that was the coolest thing. And you can't go wrong with a song when there's guys that are that high level, you know, because it's, it's going to be good either way. Yeah. So, like, recently you've just signed with uh, Rise Music Group. Um, yes. What, what sort of made you gravitate towards them? Like, was there other people that was talking to you? And what made you choose Rise? I had a couple other uh, smaller management groups contact me. Um, I've had somewhat, you know, booking agents in the past kind of try and help me do things. Um, but Rise Music Group was the first one when they contacted me. I didn't know anything about them. Uh, so he set up a meeting and I'm a big in-person kind of guy. I mean, anybody can talk to me over the phone. Uh, but if we're going to do business, then I need to meet you in person. You know, I'll make the flight. I'll make the drive, whatever. But that's kind of how I am. I want to see you in person. I want to shake your hand. I want to look you in the eyes because yeah. there's a lot of, you know, proclaimed nonsense that can just happen over the phone. So he took the time out. We met at, uh, what do we mean? Longhorn Steakhouse, I think, or, or something, Mac, something Roadhouse. I don't know. In San Marcos, Texas. And he sat me down. We talked over everything. Uh, he was really reassuring. Like, you know, I, they're based out of Nashville and Austin. And we just literally talked over everything. I told him my goals, what I wanted to do, what I expected out of him. And, you know, he told me what he expects out of me, right? From there on, it was just a trust thing. And, I mean, he knows my social security number now. So <laughs> I think I trust him a little bit. <laughs> Certainly but, hope so. <laughs> yeah. But he, every, every person he said he's known, Every studio he said he's been to, and he knows the producers. Every everything he's done, he's proven. And I mean, when he says he knows a person, he knows he knows them. Like, how's the kids doing? How's the wife? How's this? It's not. Yeah, I've met him one time, and if yeah. it is, he, he'll tell me. Yeah, I've met him. I've talked to him a couple times. You know, I don't know him, but we can maybe work our way into that. You know, so he's always been just straight to me about everything. Uh, and that's kind of why I decided to choose them. He was the first one that took action and he's had prior 
uh, management clients that have done and been successful. Cody Bryan, uh, his one of his partners right now, Clay Newman out of Nashville, uh, another manager. He's made managing Hayden Kaufman right now, uh, and Hayden's blowing up big time. He's got like 5.5 million streams on, uh, better off right now. So he's killing. I was just watching a couple of his music videos the other day. The one where he's working on the construction site. And he's, uh, like you say, he's blown up. He's absolutely doing fantastic at the minute. Yeah. I, I, that guy is awesome. And he got like two point something million views in like two weeks on that thing, on that music video. Uh, yeah, he's killing it. And he's my, he's an awesome guy. We're actually looking to get, get some runs together as far as shows go. So that'll be cool. Which then goes perfectly right into my next question. Do you have any plans to collaborate with any artists uh, in the near future? Yes. <laughs> that was nice easy. <laughs> yeah, I can say yes all I want, right? But who? So we got one Hayden. We're, we're going to, we'll get something together with him. Uh, Tanner was telling me. And we're we're going to try and snag him before he's too big, right? Before yeah. he's like gone and then all that stuff. But we'll get some of him. We've actually played a couple shows with Kyle Park here recently. Um, and we just played with him at Green Hall this past Saturday. And so we're, we're going to be in the works with them, I think, early this next year coming up. Um, John Michael Whitby is uh, his manager, and he used to play with George Strait and the Sons of Steel and all that. So he's a, a pretty high-profile guy um, that seems to enjoy me, so that's always a, a plus. Um, and then there's a guy, y'all know Chris Colston. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just played with him at Cedar Park two weeks ago at Wild West there. And uh, we were all kind of really scrambling at that show. They had to leave right after and we had to go. But we got to talk for a little bit. And uh, he's with Red 11 booking right now. And his agent is pretty good friends with my manager, Tanner. So uh, hopefully here you know, sometime soon, maybe, uh, we might hopefully have a chance to work with red 11. And if we do, I think, uh, Chris Colston Lane Smith run would be pretty cool. That's so really we awesome. Have something doing and, and in the works there. That would be pretty neat. Well, it definitely sounds like you've got some, uh, great, uh, great, uh, plans ahead. Be honestly looking forward to that head and one, because I think you two guys together on a truck, that would just be absolute straight fire. That. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I really dig his style of music. Um, man, he's killing it. So I would uh, really hope for that. And that's more me speaking on his. I don't know what his behalf is, but they did enjoy our show when they watched it. So hopefully we can work something out. But uh, on my behalf, I would love to have that run. I think that'd be super cool. I would be uh, backing that to the hills. But I've just got one more question for you. And it is. I know we're coming towards the end of 2021, but what does the rest of the year have in store for Lane Smith? Do you have any tour dates, any plans for any music videos, anything like that? Yeah. So I think a 
cool milestone that I'm going to hit uh, next month is we're actually playing Whiskey Jam in Nashville. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's going to be pretty sweet. November 15th, uh, we get to go up there and showcase three songs. So that's going to be as cool as it gets. Um, I think finishing out the year, that's probably one of our bigger shows that we'll finish finish on. Sorry. Can you see me? Yeah. yeah. So the Whiskey Jam show, is that where are you performing with like the other singer-songwriters on that one? I don't know who's, you know, this is bad of me not to know this, but I, I haven't really looked at the list yet. So I don't really know who's playing with me, but other singer-songwriters, um, they'll be full band as well. They'll go up there, showcase their three songs and just like I will and uh, just try to get your name out there. But there, there should be you know, at least six, seven plus more artists, uh, with us at that show. Um, music videos. Uh, yes, we actually do have a lot of that in the works. I think we're looking sometime this soon. I think the first of the year in January, looking at cutting a music video. I don't know which song just yet, possibly long shot, possibly big show. I don't know which ones, but we will have one. We're actually going to work with the same videographer that Hayden did, uh, Wales. And, you know, he shot for Muscadine Bloodline and just he's got an awesome track record himself. He's a great guy. Um, I got to meet him up in Nashville last time we were there. He uh He's really creative, you know, so that's always good to have on, on that end. And that's going to be fun. I've never had a true music video. Uh, to me, that helps a lot. And if it's a good video, which it is, everything he does is awesome. That that can always help you because I don't think anything can hurt you worse than a bad video. Right. Yeah. And nothing can help you more than a great video. And he puts out great videos so i'm super pumped for that yeah looking forward to that yeah absolutely like a good music video to go along with a good song it would just put you straight on the map as well so i i, I might need to take a toll myself you know what what song from the people right what song would they want to see a music video in i don't know i might have to toll it because that's I a great idea my, yeah we'll put that might. out to our listeners as well yeah that would be sweet because I'm sort of gravitating towards long shot mind. Oh, I was thinking yeah. I was going more big show. <laughs> yeah. oh, this this yeah. could go really bad. <laughs> so you got a split right here. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, right? Like I don't I don't know. I mean, a full production of Big Show would be absolutely awesome. Yeah. Or put you in your feels for long shot would be that kind of video. So yeah, it depends what sort of ideas you've got for each of the videos and what you think would work best with like the videographer. Uh, that's exactly what it'll probably come down to. And I I, th I mean, Longshot is doing a, a far better than most songs we have right now. So I don't know. We'll see that song. I think that song in like, I think now it's already passed total streams on my last ep <laughs> so that it's was that's numbers on spotify i think it's like one of your most listened to songs yes uh, it's blowing my mind and i'm i'm happy for it, it kind of lets you know that the works hard work's being paid off you know <laughs> i can't say 
my fiance is 1000% thrilled with the amount of money I'm putting into this <laughs> with a wedding coming up. But, uh, you know, she's being a champ and, and staying in there with me in it. And, uh, uh, just hoping, you know, it'll pay off. So exactly. If you put the work in and you put the time and effort in one day, it'll pay off and trust us when we say this, like me and Alex here, we're big supporters of you and we're absolutely buzzing when we found out that you were going to be a part of the show. Cause would you just feel like you're an absolute rising country star at the minute? It's awesome. That's awesome. That's what keeps me going is people like y'all that believe in, believe in me, you know, in other artists. And that's it. And you're all the way in Texas and we're all the way in the UK and like yeah, somehow so- we've managed to like find, find out your music and find out like about you. And obviously, so it just shows you, you're doing something right. Cause you're not just hitting America or Texas you're hitting like different countries as well now. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Like I would have never thought the UK in 10 million years would pick up on my songs, right. From living in post Texas where there's one stoplight and <laughs> they just blows my mind, you know, like it's crazy. It really is crazy. Well, so I just going to get bigger. Yeah. Well, that's the plan. I think, uh, I, was, I hope it's only up from here, you know. I've, I've had downs and low spots, but... Well, just don't forget us when you're right at the top <laughs> oh. and you'll be like, right, I'm doing an interview with Countryfied UK. Yeah, yeah. maybe I'll get out. Um, that would be cool. Yeah, uh, if you, you can ever across. And you can always get us in a couple of music videos if you want, you know, just... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a long yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but Big Show would look cool in the UK, like City Lights there and maybe full production. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, anytime you're in the UK, give us a shout and we'll we'll take you to some venues and you can perform and it'll be absolutely amazing. Be close. That's awesome. That'd be sweet. I'm telling you what. Well, Lane, do you have two minutes just to play a very quick game? We do this with everyone yep. right at the end. It's uh, called, uh, have you ever heard of something called Rapid Response? So, yes. Yeah, so I've got 10, uh, 10 questions, two uh, possible answers, and just the first one that comes to your head. Um, there's nothing nothing bad in there. Some of these are just daft little things. So don't yeah. worry, this, it's not going to be career-ending straight away. I would never <laughs> right. do that to anyone. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a nice, easy one to start with. Where would you prefer to perform, Nashville or Texas? Nashville. I say it's not career-ending if ever. Your fans in Texas might be. Uh, yeah. um, sorry about that. Um, and that was number one. Um, two. Do you prefer to play with a full band or acoustic? Full band all day long. Would you prefer playing traditional country music or more modern country music? Modern country. Do you prefer the way you cap backwards or forwards? Forwards, unless I'm really feeling it, I'll switch it back. Ah, oh, so that's a good answer. When you feel it, flip it. I like it. Mm. Um, what would you prefer to do? Uh, would you prefer to be at a rodeo or a festival? Rodeo. Oh, that was. Uh, you know, I thought you were going to say rodeo like that. So uh, that it's because festival, but your rodeo crowd is still going to get into it just yeah. as much as your festival crowd. Ah, very good. Um, now, a weird one. Would you prefer hands for feet or feet for hands? 
Uh, probably hands for feet. That'd be kind of cool. I would never have to bend down. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, that would actually be great. Yeah, your golf game yeah. would be interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would be. It would be, but... Double drive. I didn't think that far. <laughs> but flipping like a pin or something that fell on the ground, just flipping it up to myself would be cool, not having to bend down to grab it, right? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like it. Um, would you prefer to have super strength or the ability to fly? Super strength. Imagine the golf balls that would go flying. You'd hit another course. Oh, well, fighting bulls, I could just tap him out. Pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> Slap it across the face. Uh, never another broken rib. Um, yeah. Number eight, and this is just if you're interested in them. Do you prefer Marvel or DC? Marvel. Good man. I like. I knew I liked you. Yeah. And... Uh, do you like, would you prefer Bud Light or Lone Star? Lone Star. And uh, we asked this question to every single person as a kind of competition that we do. If you had to go out for a drink and uh, hang out with someone, would you prefer Alex or Blaine? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best response so far. <laughs> Man. It would be funny if you just said neither. <laughs> you can. That is an option. I can say both, right? Yeah, you sure. can say both. I'll let you say. Just for that response of just going, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That was, That's cool. that was quality. That's uh, awesome. Uh, well, Lane, thank you so much for uh, spending some of your day with us. Um, it's been really great getting to know you. Um, some of the answers you've given have been absolutely top quality and uh, we can't thank you enough uh, for being with us and we're looking forward to what the future has in store for yourself uh, looking excited for the next couple of years because we just feel that you're going to be massive but do you want to take this chance to maybe shout out any of your social medias or where the where people can find your music or youtube yeah we can uh, you can find music uh, literally on anything spotify itunes apple music Wherever you stream your songs, that's that's where it's at. Um, YouTube as well. Um, we uh, I, I can't, you know, thank my team and everybody enough. It's it's one of those things that they put everything together for me. Pretty much everywhere you want to find me is Lane Smith Music, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I don't even really. That's bad. I shouldn't say that, but I don't get on Twitter that much. Uh, my man kind of runs that for me. I probably should dabble off in that a little bit, but Lane Smith music as well. Uh, everywhere you want to look me up on social medias is Lane Smith music. And uh, yeah, I thank y'all for having me on here. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll be looking forward to talking to y'all again. And uh, I just can't thank everybody that's helped me put out volume one. And I think volume two is going to, going to even be better. So yeah, that's, well, when volume two comes out, we'll have you back on and we can talk yeah. a bit more about some of the songs on there. And yeah, well, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. No problem. Well, go enjoy the rest of your day in that beautiful sunshine, wherever you are. Right now. <laughs> I go grill some steaks. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, right, take care, Lane. Take care, Lane. Thank you. Thank you. Thank y'all. See y'all. See. Ya. So that was uh, Lane Smith. Um, what a guy! What, what a, a guy! Legend. legend. 
Um, I've, I, once again, the Bill story and stuff like that, when he mentioned about the guy was jaw cracking right open and like how it didn't knock him out. Yeah. How does that not knock you out? I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know how tough the top of a bull's head is. I might just drive past the field and find out one day. Uh, by the sounds of it, I don't think you do. Um, <laughs> so, Lane Smith, it, definitely look out for his music. Um, his uh, album or the EP is called Volume 1. Um, and next uh, year, he's got Volume 2 coming out. So, follow him on Instagram, uh, Lane Smith Music. Um, get him on Spotify. You guys want to keep following him because his songs are awesome. Um, you were saying that you, you liked... Um, uh, hit the uh, like uh, sorry I was saying that I like the big show not yeah. the not the big show but yeah not the, <laughs> the wrestler, wrestler. <laughs> well it's the big, big show because um, I was saying that he would do uh, he should do his music video to big show yeah like you you really like that song and I'm really a big fan of uh, long shot yeah um, yeah two two completely different songs but two like yeah that's it, but you wanted reasons. him to do music video to that yeah um, which I think is a bit of a long shot but I think it would go. I think it would become a big show if he did the other one. Yeah, but then I think like it would be too much time and effort because it's too much of a big show. Leave it to me to come up with the little jokes, man. Uh, no. Right. Um, well, unfortunately, guys, it's that time for Blaine's Country News. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So it's quite like not a lot's really sort of happening this week. Um, Boo. So we've got Blake Shelton in the news this week. Uh, he finally unveils his wedding song for Gwen Stefani, oh, and he's uh, named it "We Can Reach the Stars." How lovely! Oh, um, how does it go? I don't really know. Like, I hope it's it. like S Club Sevens. Reach <laughs> for the stars. <laughs> I don't even uh, think that's how that goes. <laughs> no, uh, it's been many years. And um, in baritone, Blaine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like he's released this song now, uh, cause Gwen and Blake are getting married on July the 3rd. So just, are we invited or? No, absolutely not. Um, Kobe Cooper is another up and coming country artist that me and Alex are big fans of. Kobe. Um, and he's got, he's got a new music video called Boy from Anderson County. Um, and that's a pretty country name in my eyes. Um, it's a very personal video for Kobe. Uh, it shows his real like life hometown where it was filmed, and the video shows his wife Gillian and his two daughters Josie and Charlie. So, like, I think that's a- noticed quite a lot about that about country music as well. Is a lot of artists are bringing family members or the wives into music videos. It's quite refreshing to see, to be fair, because at least they are relevant. Um, Walker Hayes, another guy we uh, we love, has announced his new tour after his smash hit. And do you know what he's named his tour after? Like, called, like named his tour after? Fancy it. Fancy like. Fancy, Fancy like. like. Oh. And uh, it's hitting stages across America in 2022, uh, starting on the 27th of January in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, he's also got, for his support act, Mackenzie Porter opening for him, you know, another person we absolutely love here. Another up-and-coming country star. Um, Dolly Parton's in the news this week as well because she's she's actually shared a photo on her Instagram of her husband, Carl Dean. So, like, that is quite rare for Dolly Parton to post a picture yeah. of a husband. Um, but the picture's pretty cool because it's, like, from 
back in the day, like back in the day. V- for a very long time ago. But they've almost like... Are you old- opening Star Wars or something? <laughs> <laughs> but they've literally sort of like edited her shirt and then put like a new sort of dolly print, like what you would find like people wear fashionable wise today on Carl. So it's pretty good. And there's not many like pictures or sightings of them together. So it's pretty cool that. Um, and so like what I told before, it's the 55th annual Country Music Awards. Yeah. Um, like, so they've announced more performers uh, for the show. So we all know that um, Luke Bryan is yeah. hosting the show. Of course he is. Of course he is. And so performers are Gabby Barrett, Dirk Bentley, Hardy, Breland, Luke Bryan, Jennifer Hudson, Thomas Rhett, oh. Zach Bromband, Keith Urban, Jimmy Allen, Brother Osborne, Eric Church, Dan and Shay, Mickey Girton, Brittany Spencer, Madeline Edwards, Ashley McBride, Carly Pierce, Blake Shelton, Luke Combs, Chris Stapleton, Old Dominion, Miranda Lambert, Chris Young, Kane Brown, Jason Aldean, and Carrie Underwood. So they've only just got a couple of people playing. Yeah, so like, <laughs> I thought in an award show, like, you would play about five seven live performers they've literally got a That's festival, a festival going like, on, they've man. got a day three days of live music right there but i am like so looking forward to that because who knows some of them might be collaborations together oh, i don't know incredible. like the concept but again you'll have to tune in on thursday to hear my analysis take on like some of these performances the awards and everything for the cma awards and the 55th annual one and that is it for your country news. You know, with uh, Walker Hayes, uh, Fancy Like Tour, I think he should have called it Fancy It because it's like... Do you fancy it? it? Yeah. that's why I, I almost feel that's sort of a British term. Fancy It? Yeah. Uh, Do you fancy it? Uh, Hit us up in the uh, comments if that's a term that you you like you Americans or Canadians use. Yeah, because when when we say it, just in case it's not, like when we say it, you fancy it, it's just like, do you want to go do that? Do you fancy yeah, it? Yeah, so do you like... Yeah, so if I went to Alex, ah, should we get a Chinese? Do you fancy it? You fancy it. Or, yeah, it's one of those. Or if Alex started a fight with somebody, you might just go, fancy it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, mate, do, do you, you fancy, fancy it? it? <laughs> Into which way he'd probably just be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about a kebab. Um, but uh, no, it's... Uh, yeah, I obviously I knew that the song was uh, called Fancy Like because it's constantly on TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that. But when you say when you asked me, I had I thought Fancy It because I yeah, he's obviously got the dance for it. Like him, his daughter and uh, son do like all these like what well, I think it's mostly him and his daughter do yeah. these dances on. I watch them all the time on Instagram, and they're actually like pretty pretty cool. Like it's very well rehearsed because they're both very in time with each other. Well, actually, quite funny. Fitting that you've just mentioned that and it's just clicked in my head. So obviously Halloween was the last episode that we did. Um, And I seen on Walker Hayes' Instagram that he was releasing all these pictures and sharing pictures of people who went dressed after the name of the fancy like song. So like there was people dressing up as like Applebee's or like an Oreo milkshake. And then they were doing like the dance together and like he was just sharing all of them. And it was like, I'm not just talking like one or two. There was like hundreds Hundreds. of people that dressed like this. I was like, bravo, bravo. He seems like a really cool person. Because the thing is like that one song, like Walker Hayes has been around for a while and his music's great. But that one song is like shot him to another level. Definitely 
Um, and again, once because TikTok. So, Alex, TikTok. without any uh, further ado, can we have some of your choices of this live music, please? Well, this week, um, some some songs that uh, you've definitely got to listen to. I'm going to have to mention this one first because it is Russell Dickerson. Um, but he's uh, performed with Jake Scott as well, someone that we've talked about in the past. And it's called She Likes It, and it features Jake Scott. This is obviously a Russell Dickerson song. Of course it is. Um so definitely listen to that one. Absolutely uh, fantastic. Um, there's another one called Filling In Me, which is uh, Tanil Towns. Ooh. Very cool. I like the I like the concept of that, Filling In Me. Um, we've got another one, which is Slow Down Summer, which is Thomas Rhett. I like a bit of Thomas Rhett. Yes. Slow Down Summer. I mean, unfortunately, summer is over. And he penned that with his dad. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. That was cool. Um, Obviously, one that you've already mentioned is We Can Reach the Stars, um, which is Blake Shelton. Um, Mm. Yeah. And uh, Pick Me Up by Gabby Barrett. Now, I don't know uh, what that means, but uh, either way, pick me up. Um, Then you've got Beach Boys, not the Beach Boys, but the song called Beach Boys by Low Cash. Oh, wow. Interested about that one, so I haven't seen them for a while. Yeah, I haven't. That's a, like that's the first one I think the they've shot on. off the radar for a couple of years. Yeah, and just a couple more. Uh, you got raised up, Nate Smith, and uh, I've got to finish on uh, a high. Hanging on, Chase Wright. Oh, oh, like absolutely. It. I do enjoy a bit of Chase Wright. And again, last week in one of, when we were talking about like live music that we, uh, well, not live music, but just like new music that came out. Uh, we mentioned Chase Matthews and Austin Horn's new yeah. song called Cheap Shots. Yeah. Well, funny enough, guys, we reacted to that on YouTube the other day. Um, so that's up on our YouTube channel. Uh, we put a whole bundle of videos up. We even did a Tommy Atkins we one We did for a you. Tommy Atkins, uh, yeah, um, for, for our Tommy, for, uh, Tommy fans, I should say. It was say. like Miranda Lambert, uh, her new song. Um, Good song. Strange video. Yes. Take a look at it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. See what you guys think of that and see if you you agree with our opinion. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what was happening, but okay. Um, but yeah. And Teddy Swims. And there's a whole bundle <sighs> on there. So just have a look at them. And they're like... The new Watch Teddy Swims. Like, oh, I can't get over it. It was amazing. I'm surprised you're not plugging the uh, Music Travel Love. Oh, well, that oh, that was really good. Music Travel Love doing Country Roads. So here's one. Out of all them mm. six videos we did last night, which was your favourite? Oh, um, do you know what? I'm going to answer that the way people answer our interviews at the end when they, we ask them. You can't pick all six. Uh, I'm not going to pick all six. Good, because I don't think you picked Moran Love. <laughs> um, <laughs> good song, just another video. Video-wise... Well, video-wise, I'm going to go with, like, an actual proper video, as in, um, like, not just a song. Like, so, I can't, like, I love Teddy Swims. I love that. So, I'm not going to go with that. But I am going to go uh, with uh, um, Cheap Shots, because that was a good music video as well. Um, good song, good music video. So, I will pick that as my favourite. I'm, I'm I'm jumping in, and I'm going to choose one, and that is it. Yeah, that's that's... The same as me, like not just because Chase Matthews or Austin Horn, just because, like you say, the video goes so well with the song; it's absolutely amazing. Their two voices harmonise so perfectly. Yeah. Booyah! Go and check that out. It's Mason Horn as well, isn't it? Mason Horn. Yeah, not 
not okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's great that uh, we did all those videos and stuff like that, and every single song was fantastic. Um, majority of the videos were really good, but like I said, I had to go and pick the the video I thought was best, which you know is it without sounding harsh, it's. It's not me saying that it's the best because oh, it blew the others out the water. Yeah, yeah. It's literally just tipped over. Oh, absolutely. So, no where you're coming from. Yeah. But I'm, I'm with that glad. being said, and going back to music videos and what we were talking about before with the island, Ooh. let's get into our featured track of this week. Yes. Well, I guess this is us saying goodbye together this time because we don't really have much of Yeah, a- there's not really much that we need to really say about this. Um, like we said earlier, definitely go and check out the music video for this um the island uh by fine lines um again like we're saying it's a seven piece band but they can perform with as little as many as they need wow didn't know you could count that far i missed out one because <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you could do acoustic if you wanted to Ooh, no um, um yeah but yeah so like absolutely love this song uh like alex says we don't have like a, like a thing saying like the meaning behind the song, but no doubt David will be on the show in the future, and we will ask him, we'll ask him about that. Um, we'll get him to tell the quick, uh, quick, quick sound, sound story. story. Absolutely, but uh, yeah. Well, once again, thank you for listening, guys. Um, definitely check over and follow us on Instagram because you don't want to miss next weekend and miss any of the fun or action that's going out. Definitely not. And also, if you get a spare 10, 15 minutes to watch a, a YouTube video or two, go along to YouTube, uh, look up Country Fired UK and uh, have a look at many of our videos that's on there. Yeah. We, some of them are quite funny. Um, what well, we think they are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I need to change my mind about one. Uh, Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, sorry, Chase, Chase Matthew. I'm, I'm changing my answer. Uh, he's, I, I he's forgot picked. about doing that one. No, no, fire away. Uh, yeah, that, that Chris Stapleton. Um, the fire away. That's why you just said that, didn't you, you prat? Um, <laughs> just clicks. Uh, but yeah, no. Please watch the video and please, um, like, take the meaning behind it and uh, take like we say s- some stuff at the end. You know, we talk about mental health and stuff like that. It's a fantastic and very it, it's very upsetting as well, so uh, please bear that in mind. If you do watch it, it is quite an upsetting uh, uh, video, but very powerful and a lot of meaning behind it. Yeah. Thank you, Chris Stapleton, for that video. Absolutely incredible. Um, anyway, I'll say, <laughs> I'll stop talking now. Um, but thank you, guys. Please go on our YouTube. Yeah, please, please subscribe. Yeah, comment, like, subscribe. Let you know, let us know what you want to see us react to. We also put our interviews up on YouTube from like so today when we're talking to like Leighton Smith. Or Kylie Carpenter's interviews up, John Kilmer's. We're slowly putting them all up. Yep. So if you want to check them out and see what like some of the stuff we might talk about, like in the video in the background, definitely go and check that out. But yeah, once again, thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye bye. <laughs>
face we love the most Pale blue eyes and pale blue skies Glories a golden smile So far away from downtrodden days To the state of sweet anxiety Something